Welcome everybody to the week of July 11th, 2021. These will be the announcements for this week. Hope everyone had a great last week. A little rain came in. It's cooled off a little bit though, which isn't all so bad. So let's go ahead and get rolling here in the announcements. First, we're going to talk about subpoenas for a moment here. While we can use emails from the family case manager or the DCS attorney with workers and client names, date and time in order to appear in court, a subpoena is always preferred. And we must always have a subpoena for private attorneys. Emails will not be accepted for a reason as to appear. You can always contact Margie Fox at 812-479-1856, extension 354, if you have any questions, or email Margie at mfox at ihbs.us. As a reminder, um, a couple weeks ago, uh, we all had bonuses uh, put into our bank accounts, which was an awesome surprise and great news. We also want to make sure everyone uh, should have gotten emails at the end of last week detailing your pay increase. Those took effect this current work week, and you will see the pay increase on the July 30th paycheck. With that being said, July 30th paycheck is also the third pay of the month, which means that there won't be any um, types of uh, withdrawals for insurance, uh, company cars, things like that will not be coming out of your paycheck, paycheck on July the 30th. There'll still be 401k, but that would be the only benefit that would come out on July the 30th. So exciting times there. Remember that we have the revised team member handbook that was uh, put out on July the 1st. You can find that handbook on uh, information on the front page of Casewind where you can sign electronically. You can also have a, there's a link that we, you can have access to that handbook as well. You can also find the handbook in the resources section of Casewind. So if you go to resources and then select online documents and then manuals and policies, you will see the new handbook there. And there were several changes to that. I always recommend that everyone read the complete document at least once a year just to brush up on some of the uh, some of the policies and some of them that you don't we don't utilize as often as others. But it's always a good time to refresh your memory with all the different uh, policies in our handbook and to update yourself with some of the newer ones in there. So make sure you're doing that. We need everyone to have signed the uh, the new handbook by July 16th. So. As of this recording, that's only three days away, so make sure that you've gone on Casewind and you have uh, electronically signed for the handbook. If you don't want to do that, you can also print out the very last page of the handbook and you can turn that into HR at IHBS as well. Reminder, we have some regions that are going to be conducting a TB testing. Um, that's a requirement. So uh, Region 17, your testing is going to take place on Tuesday, July 27th at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central at the Ferdinand office. If you have not had a TB test within the past six months, you are required to be present for that. You will need to return to Memorial Health Employee Services in Jasper on Thursday, July 29th after 9 a.m. or Friday, July 30th before 9 a.m. to get your TB test read. If you have questions, that location is not, uh, is not going to be suitable for that day to get the TB test read. Make sure you reach out to Elizabeth Atterbury in the HR department, and she can help guide you on where to get those TB tests um, then read um, after you've had the initial uh, stick. Region 15, 
We were, uh, we were unable to get any type of a TB testing done in our offices out there. None of the places would do that. Um, so any employee that has not had a TB test in the past six months will need to complete these individually. Again, reach out to Elizabeth with questions of where to go if you don't know. Typically where you got your um, pre-employment drug screen done or if you've had to do any post-accident drug screens, a lot of those places will do them. I would call first. But if you don't know where to go, please reach out to Elizabeth in HR and she can help you. Region 13. Uh, all Region 13 employees need to report to IU Health Services Urgent Care and Occupational Services there on 3rd Street. Or you go to IU Health Occupational Medicine in Bedford. In the Bloomington location is at 3443 West 3rd Street. And the Bedford location is 2900 West 16th Street in Bedford. To do that, remember uh, reminder again that if you haven't had a TB test um, within the Within the past six months, you're required to get one done. These are required to be done annually. Reminder with opening cases. When you're opening cases and completing intake documents electronically, please ensure that you are completing all six forms that are listed as they're required for all service levels. These can be accessed under your case list, which you do that by going to My Case Wind, My Case Management, and then Cases, and then by selecting the service title. The service also requires a safety plan, visitation rules, or a release of information, which is a school release or just a general release. These documents should also be completed on paper and submitted to Vicki Moody, which is vmoody, M-O-O-D-Y, at IHBS.us, to be reviewed and uploaded. We strongly encourage the use of electronic intake forms to ease the process for you and our clients, as well as to ensure that there are no errors on the documents. Only documents relevant to SBC, which include reaction plans, genograms, family discussion forms, should be uploaded by the team member. To upload SBC documentation, you will select the case name under the case list and, ac and access the file, Upload File, option in the Documents tab. You should not be uploading copies of releases, visit rules, safety plans, or other paper intake documents under this tab. And make sure you please reach out to your team leader if you have any questions on how to do so. Again, a reminder on safe driving. Um, in the rush of uh, and anxiety of everyday driving, following distances is often sacrificed for getting somewhere faster. However, when you do not follow enough following distance, you only put yourself at risk. You also fail to save time and may cause further slowing of traffic. To determine a safe following distance, use the three-second rule. And when you do that, you select a fixed object on the roadway and assure that it takes at least three seconds for your vehicle to pass it from the time the vehicle in front of you passes it. There's also the car length method, which maintains a distance of at least one car length for every 10 miles an hour. I find the three-second rule to be easier, and that's going to assure, ensure that you are uh, using proper following distance of the car in front of you. It's always important to create additional cushions of space between your vehicle and the vehicle in front of you. The safety cushion gives drivers time to recognize and react to changes or emergencies on the road, allowing cars to change lanes and make, you, and make turns without interrupting the flow of traffic, and it also keeps traffic moving. And in certain conditions, make sure you're increasing your following distances, which would be wet, slick, or other inclement weather conditions, at night or other low visibility conditions. When you're following a motorcycle, if you're being followed by a bus or a semi, it takes them longer to stop. If you're pulling a trailer, which a reminder that we should never be pulling trailers with our IHBS company vehicles, or if you're being tailgated. 
Mask mandates effective June 8th per CDC guidelines. IHBS team members who are fully vaccinated are no longer required to wear masks as you work in IHBS offices and work elsewhere. The definition of fully vaccinated is after you've completed the full dose of a vaccine and it's been two weeks since the last shot in the series. Reminder that Moderna and Pfizer require two shots, about three to four weeks apart, while Johnson & Johnson is a one-shot dose. Again, once you're fully vaccinated, you no longer require to quarantine if you're exposed to a COVID-19 infected person, unless you're symptomatic yourself. If you are showing symptoms, you must still quarantine as directed by medical professionals, health departments, and recommendations of the CDC. And of course, if you feel more comfortable continuing to wear a mask, please feel free to do so as um, it can't hurt either. Remembering when working with clients, it's still important to still screen clients to find out if they've had exposure to COVID-19 or if they are currently infected with the COVID-19 or anyone in their home is. If you find out that a client is, we're going to make sure that you're reaching out to your team leader for further guidance, but we also want to make sure the Department of Child Services is aware of this as well. Um, we don't want to put anybody in a situation where they're going to be exposed. Remembering to continue to follow social distancing is always important um, to help keep the spread of germs and viruses from one another. Hand hygiene is always very important. Um, sanitizing surfaces that are frequently touched is also very important as well. And a reminder, we still are issuing a uh, incentive for those that do get vaccinated. It's uh, going to be equates to two hours of your pay. So please make sure that once you've completed both doses, you uh, send your vaccination record card uh, to Gary Emmons or Elizabeth Atterbury. You can just take a picture of it and screenshot and then send it to us. You can email it however you want to get it to us. You can also forward the email that you will receive for the Indiana Department of Health that indicates that you are a fully vaccinated person. Reminder that we still have a tire recall. We still need people to um, provide information for the tires, and this is on your company cars. There was a tire recall, so make sure that... Um, you're reaching out to Melissa Hux if you have not provided information to Melissa Hux or Bill Strange yet. We've got to make sure that the tires on your vehicle are safe and aren't under a recall. You can either send a clear picture where you can see the indentation of several letters and numbers in that to give the serial number of the tire. You can send pictures of all four tires showing that info to Bill Strange or Melissa Hux. Or you're able to take your car to a Cooper or Continental Tire Dealer. And they will also be able to determine if your car and your tires are under this recall. We're going to finish up the announcements this week with some information from our parent cafe. We have the Recovery Community Cafe, virtual meetings via Zoom. Relapse Happens is the July's offering. The last session for July on Relapse Happens is Tuesday, July 20th. That starts at 8.30 Central Time, 9.30 Eastern Time. It's going to run for about an hour and a half. You can find out more information on these by going to the IHBS Parent Cafe Facebook page to get more information. We also have Taking Care of Yourself Parent Cafe put together by Ashley Beeler. Zoom Cafe scheduled for these. There's an offering on July 13th from 5.30 to 7 East, uh, Eastern Standard Time. There's one on July 15th from 12 to 1.30 Eastern Time. And the last offering for that one is July 29th from 12 to 1.30 Eastern Time. Again, that's a parent cafe on taking care of yourself. 
For questions with any of our parent cafes or recovery cafes, please reach out to Ashley Beeler. Number is 812-929-0549. You can also reach out to Ashley at abeeler at ihbs.us. Again, go to Facebook, search for IHBS Parent Cafe to get more information. And that's going to do it for the announcements this week. We hope everyone has a great week. Enjoy it. Keep keeping kids safe. And we thank you for all you do. Take care, guys.